0: This recording was produced by Green Lane Masjid. For more information on the activities and services the mosque provides, please visit www.greenlanemasjid.org. You've been following world events. There are those who in this month are belittling, disrespecting, dishonoring our Prophet ﷺ. And the way that we react in both of those situations is extremely important for us as Muslims. It has always been the case that the Prophet ﷺ, his honor, what he stands for, his, his personality has always been attacked. From the moment that the Prophet ﷺ first stood up with the message of Islam, with the message of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone, his own uncle Abu Lahab stood up and began to publicly ridicule him. Throughout his prophethood he was mocked and he was scorned and he was ridiculed. They called him crazy and they called him a magician. They said that he was a sorcerer and that he was a poet. They stood and they physically and verbally abused him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran and the Prophet told us how we deal with those types of attacks and those attempts to dishonor him, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We don't find in the Quran and the Sunnah what we see some people doing where that leads them in their claim of love, in what they consider to be a form of defending the Prophet ﷺ, a manifestation of love for him and his station and his honor, that it leads them then to go and start innocently killing people randomly. Or that they start to attack people, claiming that that is their form of defending the Prophet ﷺ. Allah Jalla knows better than anyone how the Prophet ﷺ, and how much he was attacked and how it affected him ﷺ. And Allah tells us in the Quran in numerous verses that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already protected the Prophet. No one can belittle the station of the Prophet, no matter how hard they try, because Allah tells us in the Quran, we have raised your station. Allah tells us that the Prophet وسلم, his honour, his religion, his sunnah, his practice is protected nas Allah says, Allah has protected you from all of the people. al We have protected you from those who wish to mock and ridicule you. إِنَّ شَانِئَكَ al The one who criticizes you, because some of the scholars of Tafsir said that this verse in Surah al was because some of the Quraysh and the disbelievers used to say that the Prophet ﷺ will be without descendants, because he had no living son he will be cut off in terms of his descendants allah says in nashani abtar the one who criticizes you they are the ones who will be cut off because there is a greater form of being cut off than the cutting off of not having sons being cut off from the mercy of allah from his reward from his pleasure being cut off from allah azza wa Jal. there is a greater calamity than any other type allah azza wa Jal tells us in suratul hazab in allah wa rasoolah, Those who harm Allah and His Messenger, Allah has cast them in this life and in the next. And Allah has prepared for them a serious torment. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has told us how we protect the honor of the Prophet. If you want to protect the honor of the Prophet, and there is no doubt that it is a cornerstone of our religion to love the Prophet and to love him more than we love anything else with the exception of our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a cornerstone of our religion to defend his honor, but there is a way in which our Sharia tells us to defend his honor. You want to defend his honor? Learn about his religion. You want to defend and respect the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa Follow his sunnah. And so you have the extreme of hate, but you also have the extreme of love. Because that love can take you beyond what Allah azza wa jal has legislated, what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa taught us and it opens up a door when you love in a way that Allah Azza wa Jalla hasn't told you or commanded you to love the prophet sallallahu it opens up a door no matter how slightly it opens up a door towards innovation towards misguidance towards shaitan coming and, ch- and taking something which may be innocent at first glance and to take what is innocent and make it into something which then is a problem for muslims the Prophet sallallahu in his own lifetime wouldn't allow anyone to raise him above the station that Allah azawajal had given to him. The Prophet sallallahu taught the companions better than he taught anyone else because amongst those companions are his wives and amongst them are his children and amongst them are his closest friends and amongst them are people like Abu Bakr and Umar and Uthman and Ali radiyallahu anhum, people who were there from the moment that Islam began some of them all the way to the end radiyallahu anhum. He taught them how to love him sallallahu alayhi wasallam. He taught them the meaning of respect, the meaning of honoring the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa And he wouldn't allow even at the first instance of someone coming and appending that scale of changing what it means to love and honor the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa he wouldn't allow it in his lifetime. So why then do we allow it after his death? In what is collected in the Muslid of Imam Ahmad, in the hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas, رضي الله he said that a man once came and he had a conversation with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and during the course of his conversation he said, shi Allah, O Messenger of Allah, as Allah wills and as you will. The Prophet said Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Nidda bal qul Wahda Have you made me a, a partner with Allah that you said as you will, as Allah wills, am I equal to him? Rather say as Allah wills alone. And the man isn't there except with a feeling of deep and passionate love as all Muslims have for the Prophet sallallahu But because he didn't understand the meaning of that love, how to use that love, how to control that emotion of love, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi corrected him. And what is collected in Sahih al-Bukhari, another example, in the hadith of Ar-Rubayy' bint Muawwid radiyallahu anha, she says that the Prophet sallallahu was sitting in my house one day, and there were young girls who were reciting poetry Speaking about the companions who fought and were martyred on the day of Badr. And one of the girls in the poetry she said, and amongst us is a prophet who knows what will happen tomorrow. He knows the unseen. The Prophet ﷺ stopped her. Didn't think she's a small girl. She loves me. She's trying to honour me. She doesn't know any better. He stopped her and he said, Don't say that about me. But continue to read the poetry that you were reading before. Even with our young children, we need to make them understand how to control those emotions. Because left unchecked, they cause problems. They cause problems and they bring more evil sometimes than they do good. And what is collected in the hadith of Anas ibn Malik عن, to further elucidate this point. In the Musnad of Imam Ahmad, he says Anas عن, that we were once with the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and a group of people said to him, sallallahu alaihi wasallam, you are the best of us and the son of the best of us. The leader amongst us and the son of the leader amongst us. And that is true. The Prophet said, وسلم, Say what you're saying. Because it's true. He is the leader of mankind, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. He is the best of mankind, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And from the ways that we show and manifest our love for the Prophet, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, is that when his name is mentioned, we don't let it go and check, but we say, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That's a manifestation of love. But the Prophet then said Wasallam, he gave us a warning. Because he understood that even though that is deeply, passionate, passionately felt love for the Prophet Wasallam, it is so easy to overstep the boundary. To take it from love to a form of extreme love that isn't legislated in the sharia. Say what you're saying. But only not shaytan shaitan misguide you. Because those people who then claim that they love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa want to manifest that by celebrating a day or an event, they can easily take that small thing, and then it becomes a, an act of innovation. It becomes the Prophet sallallahu alayhi can answer our du'as. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi can give me a child. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi can grant me wealth, or give me, give me cure for my illness. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi can see and hear, and he controls things. From that... وَلَا But be careful, because otherwise shaitan will mislead you. So what we see therefore in the Qur'an and the sunnah, is the balance that our religion gives. There is a way in which we love the Prophet ﷺ and we manifest that love. And there is a way that we defend the honor of the Prophet ﷺ. And even when we dislike something deeply and it angers us, there is a way that we show how that anger, or that we portray the anger because of the way that it is legislated in the sharia. We ask Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala that he keeps us all safe that Allah Azza wa Jalla protects us from the traps of Shaytan and that Allah Azza wa Jalla keeps us steadfast upon this religion and he guides us to that which Allah Azza wa Jalla loves and is pleased with. Barakallahu li wa lakum quran wa as-Sunnah. Wa naf'ani wa yakum bima fihi min al wal-hikmah. Aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa muslimin min kulli dhanbin fastaghfiru innahu wal ghafurur rahim بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى وصحبه ومن وسلم Loving the Prophet Wasallam is a cornerstone of our religion, but Allah tells us the way in which we love him subhanahu wa ta'ala, the way in which we show our love for the Prophet ﷺ. قُلْ إِن اللَّهَ فَاتَّبِعُونِي اللَّهُ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ Say that if you truly love Allah, then follow the sunnah of the Prophet, and Allah will love you in return and forgive you for your sins. That which the Messenger gives to you, then take it. And that which He tells you to stay away from, then stay away from it. And know by your law they will never believe until they make you the ruler, the judge in that which they differ over. Allah tells us in the Qur'an how to love the Prophet sallallahu The companions understood this better than anyone. And if you look at the example of the lives of the companions radiyallahu anhum, how they showed their love for the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, how they manifested their deeply felt love of not just someone who they have heard about, someone that they read, someone that they believe in and that they accept and they love because it is a part of their iman, but also someone that they lived with. Someone that they ate with, someone that they traveled with, someone that they fought alongside Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, then you see that the greatest manifestation of the love of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is to learn what he brought us and to follow his practice and his sunnah. The Prophet told us Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that the day of Monday is a special day. He said, because I was born on that day. He was born on a Monday. How did the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam then celebrate that fact and that event? He would fast every single Monday of the year. He would fast every Monday. That's the way he, sallallahu made that connection. So to take something that may even have a basis in the Sharia for a day or a place or a time, but then to take it and twist it in a way that isn't mentioned in the Sharia is incorrect. You love the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Follow his Sunnah. Follow his practice. Pray the way he prayed. Fast the way he fasted. Have your character the way that he exemplified his character, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Be happy with what made him happy, be angry at what made him angry, and act in a way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with you. The Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and this is the message of this khutbah to learn about his sunnah because that is the way in which we love our Prophet, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. We all know, and I want to leave you with this because it is a good reminder that the Prophet ﷺ told us that from the greatest rewards of showing our love for the Prophet ﷺ, is that on al qiyamah, we will be able to be reunited with him. We will be united with him. And we will drink from his pond ﷺ, the water of which is sweeter than honey, whiter than milk, more fragrant than musk. Whosoever drinks from it, will never experience thirst again. But in order to drink from it, there is a condition. In that condition, is that you followed his practice وسلم, during your lifetime? Because for those people who will come on that day wanting to attain that reward, wanting be, to be united with the Prophet, وسلم, many of them for the first time, but they didn't follow his practice, they didn't follow his sharia, they didn't understand what his sunnah was, what pleased him, what displeased him, what he legislated, didn't legislate, those people will be driven away from the Prophet. That is the meaning of of love for the Prophet sallallahu We ask Allah جل, on this blessed day of Friday that he makes us from amongst those who truly love the Prophet sallallahu That he gives us understanding in our religion, gives us the ability to follow his sunnah. We ask Allah جل, that he showers his forgiveness and mercy upon us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to lift this disease amongst our midst and to protect us and our families. We ask Allah جل, to shower his blessings upon us and our communities and to safeguard us from the traps of Shaitan Subhanahu rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. ala mursaleen walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.